Hi, everyone, and welcome to a brand new season of IJD HTF. Yeah, and this season we are talking about Paper Girls. Yeah, so if you don't know anything about Paper Girls, this was a comic book graphic novel series. I highly recommend checking it out from your local library or buying it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever, wherever your local you bookstore. So this, I started reading the graphic novel like two weeks prior to the show coming out so that I like was prepared. This follows it pretty darn well. Yeah, I actually have not read the graphic novel, but I am watching the show now. And I probably, after watching the first episode, I'm kind of thinking maybe I ought to go back and want, or read the graphic novel. The art for the graphic novel is so well done. Oh, And nice. like fits the theme really well. Yeah. And I was really scared with the show that it like wasn't going to be able to capture that. And I don't think it does entirely, but I do think that the aesthetic works yeah. that they've come up with. So. I um. I knew nothing about Paper Girls before I watched this first episode. So now you get like the perspective of someone who doesn't know and someone who kind of knows. Yeah. Yes. So let's jump right into it. So the pilot episode starts with Erin Ting. She's like lying in her bed. She's an adult woman played by Ali Wong. This light, like this pink light starts shining through her room and she's like, oh no, someone's broken into my house. Like, I don't know what's going on. So she goes downstairs to investigate and then it cuts and goes to November 1st, 1988, which is described at the bottom as hell day, the end of the world as we know it. Why do you think it's described that way? Well, hell day is known as the day after Halloween. Oh, okay. In general. But as we learn with this, like, there's obviously more going on on this hell day than a typical hell day. Yeah. Right. So it starts off with young Aaron. Our protagonist. Start, or one of our protagonists, I should say. Like, she's starting her very first day as a job as a as a worker, passing out papers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as a paper girl. So yeah. it's her very first job, and her mother is, like, super protective. Her mother doesn't speak English at all. She only speaks Mandarin, which what I thought was really interesting is they had the mother speaking in Mandarin, but they didn't do subtitles so for the mother. you don't know what the mother is saying. Like, exactly. But you could, like, get a feel for it. Like, yeah. you knew, like, approximately what she was saying. Aaron was responding in English, and I feel like that's actually, like, very typical of probably an actual household where someone speaks. I think so too. That way. So I thought it was really unique that they did that and I liked it. So it's her first day. They then show Tiffany getting ready. They show Mac getting ready. They show KJ getting ready. And like all of these different paper girls getting ready for their roots. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because they don't really do paper this way anymore. No. I mean, I don't think so, right? No, I don't know. Like, I think it's generally adults that hand out papers nowadays, and they drive. They're not riding yeah. bikes. They pick up all the papers from the place in the morning, and they pass them out. So this is kind of like how we would wish it would be, but there's just too many people nowadays. Oh, so. I feel like if this was like a legitimate job when I had been this age, I would have definitely wanted to be a paper girl. Right. So. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well... I would say it's a good job, but as we find out, these girls run into quite a bit of different confrontations. Yes. So, 
first thing, Erin is like going and passing out papers and she realizes that she accidentally gave a paper to someone who hasn't paid yeah. and isn't on the list of people to hand out papers to. So she goes to grab the paper back and the guy comes out and he's yelling at her like, how dare you touch my paper? And he's like super racist. Yeah. He's like and super And she's annoying. Asian, so. And they keep calling her like a Jap and she's like, I'm not Japanese, I'm Chinese, but yeah. like the guy did not care. So Tiffany ends up coming up and like kind of being her savior by being like, here, take the paper, like do not get into a confrontation over 25 cents. Like, yeah, it's not worth it. Like she's saved by one of the other paper girls. And you got to remember, this is her first route. Yes. So it sounds like most of the other paper girls have been doing this for more like a year. Yeah. And they so, kind of like know what to expect. So Tiffany comes in, saves the day, and she is like, hey, you know what? If you get into any more trouble, here's my walkie-talkie. They're really expensive. I saved up like three years for them. Yeah, I think she said it was something like $50. and $49.99. Yeah, so which is actually kind of a lot now for a walkie-talkie. And in the 80s, like when they were probably making like a couple bucks a day maybe Yeah. for doing this route, like... That's an expensive walkie-talkie, so you can imagine how nice it is. Yeah, so Tiffany tells Aaron that this is like the worst day of the year to start working as a paper girl because it's the day after Halloween, and Aaron's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, Halloween ended, whatever, four hours ago. Yeah. And she's like, just wait and see. You'll see what I mean. So then they end up meeting Mac, who's another paper girl, and... She comes up and she's like, oh, Wally and all of his friends are like threatening one of the other paper girls in a tunnel. Like, let's go like, save, her. save her. So yeah. they all ride their bikes down there. It's kind of and... like they're all looking after each other, which is cool. Yeah, because they're like 14-year-old girls, but they have a lot of independence. And they're all like looking out for one they're another. kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. So Mac then in the tunnel with the boys when they're trying to like get them off of KJ... Lights off fireworks, which is honestly the best way to get rid of bullies. Like shoots them right at their faces. And I'm like, yeah. genius. I know. I was like, that's not bad. Which, this did not happen in the comic. Oh. But, but it fits the But I, I think it worked. Yeah. I really think it worked. So, I appreciate the way that they brought them together in the show a slightly differently than the comics but like yeah. in the same spirit yeah and they dip out get on their bikes and zoom get back to their work yes so it looks like the they then are riding along and they're going to stick together for a little bit because they want to make sure they don't get attacked again basically yeah they're like okay we'll like ride together then we'll break off into twos we'll get our routes done it'll be safer this yeah. way and Aaron kind of like falls behind a little bit um, and she gets jumped by two mysterious strangers. Yes, by some hooded thugs. They take her, and she's able to break free, but they do grab her walkie-talkie, which... It's kind of a big deal. Tiffany is losing her stuff over it because she's like, that was like three years' worth of like bonuses. Like, that is... Like, it's just gone. So they're basically like, okay, let's go get the walkie-talkie. Yeah, because Mac thinks it's Wally and his buddies that then, like, came and took the walkie-talkie. So they're like, okay, I know where they're going to be. They're going to be, like, at this old place. Let's, like, go down there. Let's 
you know, like smoke out the thugs. She's like, my brother goes here to party all the time. I know that they're, this is where they're going to camp out. Yeah. So they go down into like this basement of an old building. Well, first the walkie talkie goes off and they can hear some like static and voices on the walkie talkie. And, and they they're t- like, hey, we're coming for our walkie talkie. They use yeah. them. They use them swear words yeah. because you know how could they not? They're teenagers. Yeah. Um, so they go down there and they're going to get it back, and they kind of like have this tussle for this walkie-talkie, and right at the end they pull like the hood down on this guy and realize it's not Wally or his friends. It's like I don't. I wouldn't say an alien, but it's like somebody who has a. a what would you say? Like deformity. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with their face. Yeah. So we are going to leave you on that cliffhanger and talk about our sponsor and we'll be right back. Are you feeling a little anxious and overwhelmed? These feelings can make it hard to shift gears and get in the mood. With Dipsy, you can focus on what makes you feel good. Dipsy is an app that is full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. And they also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. I am absolutely obsessed with the fact that they do sleep stories because I love something that'll just put me to sleep, calm me down in the evening, like work on that anxiety. So amazing. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga teacher. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash IJDHTF. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash I-J-D-H-T-F. Dipsystories.com slash I-J-D-H-T-F. Welcome back. So to kick us off from that cliffhanger, the girls then came like up out of that basement, out of that house, and the sky is purple. Yeah, I thought it was actually more of a pink, but... Purple, it's purplish pink. It's very like vapor wavy. Yeah. Where you're like, ooh, nice 80s. Like you would just want like Tron, the movie Tron. Yeah. Remember the music? Like going on that. And the clouds have like some sort of like cool like reaction, like electric kind of charge going to them. And the girls notice this and they're kind of like, what is going on? Yeah. So Mac leads the girls to her house and the power is out. And while they're there, they're like, wait, did we pass any people? Did we see any cars moving? Like, this is really weird. Yeah. But Aaron is like, I have to get home. I have to get home. Because her mom doesn't speak English. And she's she's like, like, if we're being attacked by the Russians or something, like, she's not going to understand what's going on. So I need to be home. The girls kind of, like, lock her in the house and say, you're not leaving. And they also, like, hint toward aliens as well, which I was like, hmm. They're like, is it aliens? Is it the Russians? What is it? We don't know. Because the sky's pink, so yeah. I like that they kind of like explore different options a little bit. So they're like kind of questioning like what is happening here. Mac grabs a gun and she's like, this well, is... Well, hold up. They like hang out for a little bit and then they're like, we got to go out there, right? 
Yes, but... Or do they say that we have to go out there? Well, Mac is like, if they're going to invade, like, I'm going to be ready. And she takes out the gun. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to be ready when they show up. I'm going to, like... Which is super scary, a 14-year-old waving a gun around. Yeah. So they're like, put that away, put that away. Don't have that. They have, like, this little scuffle. And then she accidentally shoots the gun because she kept saying it's not even loaded. Well, it was loaded because she shoots Aaron in the stomach. And they're like, well, great. Now we have to go to the hospital. So Tiffany, who's driven her mom's car once in a parking lot, is now driving them to the hospital with this weird purple sky. And they're all kind of like arguing. Aaron's kind of like in and out of consciousness. And then there's like two people in silver suits and standing in the middle of this road. Yeah. with Happens in a snap. Yeah. With like futuristic guns, they're shooting. All of a sudden, the two guys that were in that basement who killed took the, the walkie-talkie. Two silver suits. Yes. And then took the girls. They like said, come with us, threw them into their... Um, like silver it's machine. It's like a transportation device. Thing. Yeah. And... They fly away. Yes. One of them is wounded though. And... And they start like talking to them, but they're having to like... You know how like smokers sometimes have to hold the microphone up to their throat? So how I thought of this was like, it's like they had a translator on, like they were wearing a translator that then came out as like a robotic kind of like voice yeah. out of a speaker. Yeah. That's so, how I thought of it, but it sounded like somebody who had like a smoking. Like because it was muffled a little yeah. bit. And they do slap some like weird bugs or something on... Aaron. Aaron's um, wound. Yes. Her bullet hole. They're like these silver beetles. Yeah. That are like iridescent. They're really pretty. Yeah. And they like go to work or something. So they like, I don't know. Would you say they mend her? I guess so. They like basically heal her. And I'm like, that is really cool technology. So they're either from the future or they've got like some future technology or something. Yeah, so they end up getting out of the machine, and then they're like, oh, like, we have to get home. And they're like, oh, you're further from your home than your, you're further yeah. than you think, or whatever. I was actually thinking that they were aliens at this point in the show, because I was like, oh, they use, like, a really weird, like, healing factor, you know? hmm So one of the people gets wounded, and they hand the girls a device, and they tell them to hide underground. So... Then Aaron looks at her gunshot wound and she's like, whoa, like it's gone. And then another one of the people in the like fancy futuristic suits shows up. And he's like, what does he say? He asks if they're underground. And KJ or Tiffany or whoever it was who was holding it at the time was like, oh, like, is this what you're looking? I think it was Tiffany who held it up and said, is this what you're looking for? Because the silver suit was about to shoot him, right? And KJ takes out, like, this cane that she's had on her backpack this whole time and, like, attacks and, like, kills this dude. Well, I think he killed—I'm pretty sure she kills him. Not intentionally, just whacks him a couple times. And then she's like, oh, my God, what are we doing? And then Aaron's like, don't worry about it. Like, my house is, like, really close to here. Let's go to my house. But then they peek through the bushes and they see one of the guys that saved him get shot yes by like the leader of the silver suits yeah so they're like running to aaron's house they go into her house and she's like calling for her mom calling for her mom she's not answering this woman walks downstairs 
which is obviously the woman from the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. Ali Wong, aka Adult Aaron, and they're like looking at each other, and she's like, "Who? Are, like, why are you breaking into my house?" And they look at her fridge, and the girls kind of piece together, and they're like, "Whoa! Like, that's you." Yeah. And they basically leave it on both Aaron saying holy S word at the same time and the episode just finishes. It's pretty cool. It actually kind of has like the same familiar feeling as like Stranger Things. It's that 80s. Yeah. It's the 80s sci-fi vibe. Yeah, it's great. I'm actually very curious because where I ended reading the graphic novel is about where this ended. Which is this weird episode, it's right? just been one episode, yeah. Yeah, so it was like five issues in one episode, but there were things they left out in this first episode, so I'm wondering if they're going to be brought into the second episode right? or if they're just going to continue without explaining yeah. and just let you pick it up along the way. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm really curious. So far, I'm really enjoying this show. Yeah, so next week we will be recapping episodes two and three. Yes, because it did feel a little bit more fast-paced, and I think it might be more beneficial to do two episodes in one. Versus Stranger Things, where it was like an hour and a half an episode. Yeah. Yeah, so these episodes fall around like 30 to 40 minutes. So highly recommend if... Check out the comic books, check out the show, let us know what you think. And we will talk to you next week.